Good morning. This is Penza Street Physiotherapy Podcast. We are here today, or I'm here today, to talk to mainly myself about the issue of warm-ups as I am seeing different things in the gym and on the field. So with regards to warm-ups, the purpose of them are to prepare your joints, muscles, and nervous system for the upcoming tasks. So depending on your purpose, you will do a different warm-up. A warm-up for a field sports athlete will be different from a warm-up for a strength sports athlete. So let us break it down in each uh, section. So on the joint level, what you want to do is prepare the joints and take them through an appropriate range of motion um, to do the job. Um, plus a little bit extra just for a little bit of security, but you don't need a lot. So if you are preparing for AFL, for example, you may need uh, a fair bit of hip flexion motion because you're going to have, you're going to do some kicks and you probably need, I would say, at least 90 degrees of, of um, passive slash active hip um, mobility. Um, or if you're preparing for a heavy squat, then your warm up will be no brainer, a squat. Um, how do you achieve the ranges of motions that you will require for the task? Well, you could do a few things, mobility work, which involves pretty much movement in general, stretches, foam rolling, myofascial releases, they are all um, viable ways to get a little bit of extra range of motion. I would lean towards mobility work um, by far um, because it relates most to your function. If we talk about the muscle level, um, it is related to the nervous system, but when you look at it individually, you'll need to increase sort of that um, muscle temperature for optimal function. Um, obviously there's a range because you can't go too much because then you start overheating. Um, if, you, if you're still cold, then um, you, may, you may not feel comfortable um, enough to actually perform the task ahead. So, this is in relation to tightness of muscles because you hear lots of people say, oh, the muscles are so tight, you know, when they're warming up and whatnot. Or oh, the muscles are so tight because they need to release them. Um, so then you release, you know, your, your quads in ITB. But surprise, surprise, you need your quads to squat. Um, stretching a muscle is not, not a bad thing to do, but and can temporarily relieve some of that tightness, but it is at the moment only a band-aid solution and you may get caught into a cycle where you do stretches to loosen up tight muscles or you may use myofascial releases um, and basically cut up adhesions, God forbid. Um, and you get into that cycle where you loosen it up, you train, then it gets tight again, then you loosen it up, you get trained, but are you, you need to question why your muscle's getting tight in the first place. Um, so if a muscle's tight, then your brain is basically telling you there's a small little problem that you need to figure out because there's a reason why that muscle's getting tight. On the topic of myofascial releases, if we use the ITB as a really good example, um, I mean, I see lots of people foam rolling their ITBs and if it feels good, that's fine, that's no drama. 
But if you think you're using your ITB to try and loosen up that tissue, you are dead wrong in the face. Um, you'd need thousands of pounds of force to be able to deform just even a little bit of that ITB. Um, when you are warming up muscles, you must consider your contraction type, whether you're doing a concentric contraction, an isometric contraction, or an eccentric contraction. You gotta take into account the speed and you gotta take into account the intensity of the contraction as well. Add to that, you also need to take into account specificity. So how specific that warm up or that movement is um, for the task that you're gonna do, which I guess is not just muscles, but also joints and nervous system and everything else. That being said, moving on to the nervous system, um, you need to get that going. And the nervous system needs to be fired up correctly um, or fired up in general. So you need to improve the rate coding of the messages from your brain to your peripheral system and so that's basically improving the maybe firing rate of the electric impulses or messages from the brain um, but at the same time you also need to recruit enough motor units to do the job because if you're doing a for example i'm using weights as an example if you're doing a 60 kilo squat compared to a 260 kilo squat you are going to recruit less motor units for the 60 kilo squat than you are from the 200 kilo or 260 kilo squat um, and so you want to grad you want to progressively fire up those motor units um, in a way so that you are prepared enough to handle what you're going to do on the day um, so my example that I've written down is that if you're preparing for a heavy deadlift, then why would you be doing back extensions, um, for example, as a warm-up to warm up your back when you should most likely be doing the actual movement of the deadlift? Um, because the back extension is a relatively single joint movement um, when you're, where you're supposed to, where the intent is to hinge at the hips um, compared to the deadlift, which is a multi-joint movement involving um, the joints of your lower body to extend and do all sorts of things. The other aspect I wanted to talk about is the mental and psychological prep of the of the warm up because I mean I don't bag out people who do foam rolling. I do a little bit of myself. I don't really care what people think, but I think that the reason why people do the um, foam rolling is that it preps them mentally or psychologically. Um, you create potentially and some sort of anchor to to mentally switch on from day-to-day -day life into training mode. Um, <clears throat> I myself will use this as an example. Um, if I there's a point past a weight where I'm squatting and I will switch on potentially music, specifically Nonstop by Drake. Don't judge me. And that switches me on for, um, and that switches me on into slightly more serious mode. Um, and it gets me prepared mentally to complete the tasks I need to do for the day. Um, I've written a couple of examples here. And I mean, the first example is a lifter working up to a top set of 200 kilo squats. And I'd probably start off ideal world, you probably do some basic joint rotations and squatting with the bar. And then from that uh, assessment of that body, like just the bar squat, you may consider doing specific range of motion exercises to address um, 
the range of motion deficits and motor control, um, i.e. squats. So basically you'd probably squat the bar, then if you notice that your ankle's tight, for example, you may, off, you may go off to an accessory movement like an ankle dorsiflexion drill um, to try and assist the main movement. And then you might slap on say a plate on each side, 60, and you might wanna do maybe a couple of reps, um, three to five reps, for example. Um, and then if you notice that say your hips a bit tight, then you may need to do some mobility or activation or stability exercises or whatever you want to do for the hip to get that ready. And then you may want to slap on a plate and a half or two plates, which is 80 or hundred kilos. And then you, and then you squat again, making sure that you are achieving the correct positions or your optimal positions and uh, so on and so forth until you work up to your working weight, which would probably be 200 kilos. Um, I see people doing sets of 10. So then you do sets of 10 with a bar, then sets of 10 at 60, then sets of 10 at 80, then sets of 10 at 100, and so on and so forth. And I kind of don't do that mainly because I'm really lazy. And I do think that like a warm up is supposed to be a warm up. So you don't want to completely fatigue yourself before you get to your top set, which I think is a bit silly. Um, I'm sure there are isolated cases in which you want to do that maybe potentially if you are going through a period of hypertrophy or if you're a bodybuilder you do your goal is to exhaust that muscle um, but other than that you probably shouldn't do that because you want to maximize your technique at that particular weight um, i myself tend to do a few reps with the bar then i might, might do three to five reps with 60 then i might do maybe a couple reps with 100 and basically it singles all the way up until um, I work up to my working weight. Um, that's just how I do it. Um, you don't have to do it that way, but it's just something to think about because like I said, you don't, you want to minimize unnecessary fatigue um, and you want to make sure that your technique is on point and all the joints or your segments are moving just the way that you or your coach want you to move them. If, if you are a field sports athlete, um, then you may, the situation is a bit different because you have interactions with your coach, interactions with your team. Um, you may need to mentally switch on first um, so that you get yourself in that game prep. And you may need to do different drills. So if you are squatting um, as a strength sports athlete, then you would do lots of squats to warm up for your squats. But you're a field sports athlete and your your sport involves a lot of running and catching and things like that and you'd probably be doing more sort of uh, dynamic drills such as leg swings jogging drills running high knees butt kicks sprints runs um focusing more on speed and probably specific drills involving more technical proficiency and uh, involving perceptual and cognitive reactions um when you do all those things and you complete all those drills, then your body then your body will be at an appropriate sort of temperature and it'll be primed and ready to go. At the end of the day, uh, just stick to what you feel is the best, but think about these principles as you're warming up. Um, those are my thoughts. That's my little brain dump there. Thank you for listening. And if you have any questions, let me know. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Now, don't go off into the sunset and blindly do what I may have said or recommended. Seek proper advice from qualified healthcare professionals. Like, comment, subscribe, or book in if you would like us to assist.